Sick of searching through Twitter, Facebook, and all those news feeds just to try and find some information about Supercoach players and their relevancy? Well, my name is Ben. I'm from Supercoach Insider, and today I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to pretty much give you a nice little crash course as far as everything you need to know in the last sort of few weeks, everything that's been happening through the news, and how it's relevant specifically to Supercoach and its players. Before we move on, please do like, subscribe, hit that button. This first one, I'm going to be going from Adelaide through until Hawthorne. Two little sections here. Going to try and keep it nice and condensed, nice and simple and free flowing. So let's just get straight up and into it. So first of all, Adelaide Crows. Um, Keys, 548,000 mid, apparently going to spend more time in the forward line. This probably improves Laird slash Berry stocks in my opinion. So it makes them a little bit more secure and allows Rankin to run through a little bit. Millerard, 321k defender is where he'll be playing. He's a forward at the current point in time, playing back flank. Probably then ties in with Dawson because apparently Dawson, who's 630K as a defender, probably going to be getting up the ground a little bit more. But hey, the captain can go wherever he likes. Luke Pedler, get on your bike, mate. 173 forward. He has been as impressive as a forward. Um, so I'd be really keen to see what he does there. Little bit too much for me to pay in standard at this point in time, but someone who I'm definitely watching. Brisbane Lions, the big one. Ashcroft, 202,000 mid, doing everything that he should be. He's a certain starter, getting midfield rotations, nearly best on ground from the intra-club game. So he is definitely one to watch. Get him in your side. No ifs and or buts. Zorko did a minor hamstring, 9th of Feb, out for a couple of weeks. So this could tie into a few of those other fringe players like Sharp, etc. Um, so I'm keen to see that. He should be fine for the season. No issues really there, except, hey, he's old and stood down from captaincy today as well. So Petty's thinking that's a little petty. It's a little bit too late in his opinion. Wilmont, uh, 123K mid. Him and McKenna are similarly, uh, well, McKenna is 167,000, playing for the probably the same sort of position in my opinion. So they both played back flank and onto the wing, except McKenna actually did a better job of it in the intra-club which is why he's currently getting the nod in my team. McKenna did better. So that's pretty much how it goes. Sometimes you have to be sure to be sure. Rayner is a 390k forward who is still training in defense. Um, go figure. He apparently inside word is it's the easiest position on the ground. So um, it's still happening and I think it might actually continue. So Rayner putting more pressure on some of those defenders and um, looking to see what he does in the forward line there uh, moving forward. So moving forward. Jared Lyons was actually in the seconds. However, don't get too concerned. He was working his way back from groin injury. So I know some people were reading a little too much into that. Carlton. Uh, Williams did an ACL. So really unfortunate for him. He's out for the season, but it does open the door for possibly Hollands or Co uh, Cowan, Cohen to maybe get a gig. So keep an eye on that in the uh, intra-club and preseason games coming forward. Sam Doherty, 603K defender. Uh, talk of Doherty all season so far. Preseason has been that he's been playing midfield. Um, came out as well saying like, hey, he's been training in the midfield to add depth and flexibility to the side. Not that he'll be playing exclusive in the midfield. So we went and see. There's question marks there, but he is still a good option. But for me, it means that he's kind of pegged back uh, a couple of points as far as my expectation. And it means I'm probably not looking for him in my standard side anymore. Still a great pick though. Sam Walsh, 610k mid, won't be rushed back. Everyone was assuming, oh, you're a fast healer, but he will wait until that four-week mark before revisiting on when he will re-enter that side. So it does open up some flexibility and some options in that first month of footy. Collingwood, 
Darcy Cameron, six, uh, 465K ruck forward, back training this week after some minor hamstring complaints at the start of the month. Uh, he's expected to split the ruck time with Cox still. So Sidebottom and a few others have said that. Similar to what he did uh, last year, Cox is getting a fair, a, sh- a fair share of it. So I don't think it's going to impact his scoring so much at this current point in time. If anything, with the new rules with Mick staying into that team, Cox is probably the likely one to get subbed out if they are a clean bill of health. And Cox might get a nice, uh, sorry, Cameron might get a nice little fourth quarter booster. So it's not as good as we were hoping. I was hoping Mick Stay would get the, you know, the chop out ruck component and Cameron would get more pie of the ruck per game. But with Cox in there, it does kind of limit his output a little bit, but he's still possibly a good option if he gets up and fit. Dacos, 502k mid, has uh, improving, so working, improving his midfield time. He had some match emulation as well where he split with uh, Crisp. So they'd split between them, you know, one forward, one uh, so one mid, one defense, and um, and I think he switched halfway through that match team and just played pure on ball. So it's going to be interesting to watch this space and um, a lot of the comps on him. So definitely one to watch in those intra-club and preseason games coming forward. Pendles has been the general down back, so that is a possible DPP switch coming round six. So not so much for standard. Possibly, but more so for those draft leagues, you could pick up a guy nice and late on the midfield bench or midfield and then throw him into defense during the season. Essendon, Archie Perkins, 314,000 forward, played inside mid for the second team. So he was challenging Parish Merritt and um, Setterfield, but he could be in that second rotation through there and is uh, expected to get some minutes. So it's interesting. Langford actually played on the wing a little bit, Caldwell mostly forward. So we'll see if that sort of continues. Stringer, underdone, out of shape, and on a modified program with a groin issue. So that does definitely cause a lot of issues. And if he does come back, well, when he does come back, should I say, they expect him to play quite deep forward. More of that one-on-one sort of dusty style in the goal square, apparently. Alwyn Davey, 117K mid forward, impressing as a small forward. Um, So one to watch. Job security, maybe. But um, scoring potential possibly a little sketchy for me at the moment. Uh, if you're an Essendon fan, you know more about him. Sing out and let me know. But I'm waiting to see. I don't like small forwards and their scoring, generally speaking. Fremantle Dockers, Nat Fife, a huge owned player, thirty odd percent in Supercoach forward mid, mostly played forward, and this has been going with the theme most of the preseason. Fife playing forward, learning that craft, spending a lot of time there. Coach still said he's a classy mid and he could be used uh, in those stages. So it's going to be interesting to see how he progresses. He might get better as time goes on. And he does seem to, I think, have a, a chip on his shoulder to really prove um, that he is still capable. So one to watch for him. Young, a 508k defender. And Sarong, 498k mid, were standouts in match sims. And that's according to Longmuir. The coach has pretty much singled two people out and then sort of cut himself short, didn't want to, you know, hamper other people too much because, you know, you, you mentioned too, uh, too many people. But he was one for there saying that Sarong's really taken a game to his next level and he's hitting people on the outside and making really good decisions, so opening them up, which is good. And Young uh, might have the monopoly on kickouts. So uh, I keep hearing kickouts, but then I haven't seen him in the simulation with, um, I think it's Luke Ryan. So if anyone's there and checks it out, let me know if they're in the same team because I really want to know if he's taking kickouts over Luke Ryan or whether he's just maybe going to be second in line. But either way, more kickouts gives you a little bit more of the the, uh, the pie, especially when you play on. So that's the difference between him going a 90 and a 100 for the season. So I could be very interested and watch and see that one. Apparently Young killing it, taking the next step, according to the coach. 
Johnson, 123K mid, impressing in and around the midfield. Uh, in my opinion, looks to be best 22 at this stage. So I am waiting to see the practice games to see how much time on ground he gets and how much he impresses. But he's definitely got a bench spot for me uh, in my standard team. Wagner, 117K mid, uh, did a hamstring earlier in the year. So just waiting to kind of see how he fits in. It's a little bit hard. You get drafted and, and trying to work through. So he's he's a wait and see at the moment. He might be a possible downgrade option as the season goes, but waiting to see from there. Geelong, Bose, 277K defender, apparently fit and has done pretty much the whole preseason. Not quite sure on role. I think they were talking about you know opening up and some flexibility through there. Some expect him to play midfield, but I'm really waiting to see it. He's sort of in and out of my side at the moment because Geelong have been pretty quiet on the media front, uh, except for some of their young players. So Hawkins uh, came out as well saying that he's not rushing himself back. He had foot surgery, so he's set to miss round one. Um, Cameron might miss round one as well, depending on the birth of their baby. So we'll wait and see for that as far as those implications. Uh, Redaglia uh, playing key defender apparently, so let's wait and see if he's best 22. Uh, key defense don't generally score that well anyway, but he could be someone um, at a nice cheap price point in that ruck forward line that you might have on the bench for some security. Max Holmes, 360K mid, been doing CBA drills in training. So he looks like the one that could be taking a lot more of that midfield role. So probably even in um, you know, a, stand, a draft league, should I say, uh, could be a nice little 80 possibility coming forward as far as an average. But 360K mid, also kind of around a lot of those mid-price mids at the moment. Not sure on his scoring potential, but let's wait and see. Nevitt, 140K mid, and Dempsey, 148K forward. Both have been training and working on the wing. So, again, trying to use their speed and some of those strengths they have to be able to beat opponents both ways and um, one to watch and see, but both cheap enough. If they submit that spot, uh, it's going to be interesting to see and ones I'm watching. Gold Coast, news out as well. Constable, 123K defender mid, set for that permanent role in defense. Uh, he was actually in the probable match sim today. And note that Powell will be back probably late March, early April. So I think it was a six to eight week injury uh, about a week or two ago. So Well is also looking to come back sometime at the start of the season, coming back from an ACL last year. So it looks like there's definitely some opportunity early on. It's probably more about, hey, can he kick well enough to hold that spot? And hopefully someone doesn't come back and kick him out. So a little bit of risk there, but I do expect him to probably be in that first team at the moment and probably even get named around one. So that's going to probably cause a little heartache and uh, yeah, flip the coin as to whether you go there or not. Flanders, 256k forward mid, been highly spoken about as getting some more midfield time. In that match team, though, that he did start half forward flank, um, but he linked up with teammates around stoppages. So it's yet to be seen if he's going to be playing like CBA from the bounce or whether they'll stick with your you know, your Raul, your Tuke Miller, and your uh, Noah Anderson, which seem to be their preferred dynamic. So it's going to be interesting to see if he gets in on some of those or as um, sort of like what Rainer did last year, as the ball goes around the field, then Flanders will actually just come up into that stoppage and try and help out. So interesting, but um, let's wait and see how Gold Coast decide to play it. King, 176K forward, heavily owned, uh, expected to be available for round one. I'm really waiting to see if he gets some of those, uh, the game experience. I think he probably needs it for people to feel secure enough to tick him off. Um, I'm still concerned about round three, though, for them. They play Geelong, so Geelong, a very good defensive unit. So I'm hoping it's not a round three stink fest and absolutely stall the cash gen. So one to wait and see. Let me know what you think as well of, um, if that round three Geelong game could be a little hesitant for you as well. 
And rounding off for the last couple here, so GWS. Now, this is a real big one, right? So GWS had uh, injury club game as well. So Green, a 534K mid, tore it up. He looks fit. He looks big. He looks set to explode. Um, that inside mid spot is his. And even more impressive is that, so you've lost a hopper. You've lost Taranto, right? So Wood, Callum Wood played forward. Ash is playing as a halfback flank. They've come out and said that. And Whitfield's apparently playing the other halfback flank. And it looks set for Green, Cogs, and Kelly to pretty much be the dynamic part of that midfield. And then Callahan and a few of those others will come in after that. So for me, that's pretty much a bang green light straight up for green. And especially Cornelio, 557K forward mid. Because he's a forward, he's now pretty much a, a lock in my side. And I think he's actually gone up in my draft profile as well. Josh Kelly, uh, I'm not talking about Josh Kelly. And if you follow the channel, you know why. So Josh Kelly, everyone. Uh, Callahan, 244K mid. Uh, he's looked set to cash in that pick three from a couple of years ago. So not the draft just gone, the one before. Uh, extremely silky user. So I'm possibly looking to see he's flipping up with some others in that role, but he could definitely look to be second in line and look to get him some exposure and games. Himmelberg, a 449k defender forward. Coach and himself have pretty much said they see him being more damaging as a forward in the future, which rules him out for any sort of standard plans. Even draft, don't pick him. Let someone else pick him. As a forward, he doesn't score well, right? As a defender, he was getting intercepts and all the rest of it. That's not happening. So Himmelberg, probably a very low average and just avoid him at all costs. Haynes is one that could benefit because of that $318,000 defender. Could be the intercept defender again. So definitely one to watch and especially for drafts. And lastly, let's go Hawthorne. Now, straight away, Wingard is managed. Um, not great for my bet with Swizz because I just saw today, hey, he's not playing the intra clubs because he's being managed. So that's uh, really great. Maybe he won't play 12 games for the season and I will win out. Well, by win, I mean not lose. Um, Lewis will miss the start of the year, possibly opening the opportunity for Fergus Green, which is 123K forward. The club has come out and pretty much said that today opens up opportunities for one, him and someone else. And um, so one to watch and see, but it looks like Lewis probably – won't be far off, I think. So definitely some risk there as well. Weddle, 130K, 30K defender. And uh, McKenzie, 180K mid, have been impressing at every turn. Again, just waiting for those practice matches to see where they fit in, what their scoring potential is like, etc. And that's it from Adelaide through to Hawthorne. Everything that you need to know that's been happening in the last few weeks and how it's relevant to Supercoach. Let me know if you enjoy this. Let me know if you want me to do more of this. Uh, the reason is, is um, there's some news coming at this back end of this that's pretty much made me change my whole side overnight. And I'll get into that part through the North Melbourne. So who are we going? Melbourne through to uh, Western Bulldogs and West Coast. There's some news there. My whole team's changed and I didn't want to do another pod just about those changes. So I thought, hey, let's just get out all those facts and stats and statistics and um, let me know what you think. Let me know who you're avoiding, who you're getting on. And um, yeah, stay tuned for next time. Please check out the next video.